The Auburn Tigers travel to Nashville to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores. Let's talk about it on this Friday edition of the Uptempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What's up, Auburn family, man? We got another football game coming up, baby. I'm your host, Dustin Smith, joined as always by my guy, Blake Lane. Blake is on daddy duty again tonight. Blake, how are you, buddy? What is up, Auburn family? What's up, Dustin? Uh, Glad to be here, man. Yeah, my buddy Levi, he's over here chilling right now. Uh, If anybody can hear him in the background, he is getting down on that pacifier. But, uh, yeah, man, he just ate supper. and, uh, And he told me a while ago he's feeling an Auburn dub. So, uh, I'm right there with him, man. I'm excited to to watch this team in Nashville to grow uh, on the on the game from last Saturday against the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, when you beat a team like that, man, you travel on the road to a place like Vanderbilt and you handle business Saturday. You pound bad teams, Dustin, uh, and I think that's what Auburn needs to do. I think this matchup sets up for Auburn. I think it 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 goes in their favor. Uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores are bad, Dustin. They're bad. They're, they're not a good football team. Uh, so I think Auburn walks into Nashville. I think Auburn runs the ball. I think they throw the football. Vanderbilt's bad on both ends, man. They, they can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. Uh, they got a couple of guys on offense, especially like the Will Shepard kid out at wide receiver. Uh, he's a problem. But who do they have that can get it to Will Shepard? Right, uh, they're supposed to be playing two quarterbacks. I know we'll talk about that. Uh, it's a mess right now in in Nashville. So uh, I like Auburn big Saturday, man. Yeah, I hope you're right. Uh, I'm definitely picking Auburn to win. Just how big, I'm not sure. And I, I was on the midweek report yesterday with the guys, and I mentioned uh, my concern here is just I got to see it right. And uh, just like I, I it's like I, I, I didn't pick us to beat Mississippi State because it's like well we've lost four in a row, and I got to see us do something different on offense. So now I have to see us take the show on the road. I think we will. But um, I'm not going to predict like a big blowout type thing. I'm going to pick this as a cover. You'll, uh, you'll kind of laugh at the score when I give the final prediction. But, um, yeah, man, I, I just – I'm not sure if we can go up there and just uh, – I don't want to set my expectations too high. And it might be a situation where we come out early and then Vanderbilt kind of comes in late with a late toddy, you know, to make it look a little more respectable than what it really was, something like that. But I definitely think this is a team that we can pound the rock on and um, – they can't run the ball at all. They struggle to run the ball versus anybody, and I think that sets up well for our defense because our lack of our lack of uh, pass rush with the front four, like you've been talking about all year, uh, I think that that helps you right because it's like I don't have to worry about them running, so I can bring pressure and different kind. Of, like you know what they're doing, so I think you'll be able to get after whatever quarterback's playing. I'm not really concerned about either one of them. Neither one of them's even their starter, Blake. This is their second and third string right here. This, you know, so um, for me, it's more about this game is about Auburn. This game is about how Auburn gets off the bus. Is your head right? And I've seen this this kind of people asking the question: Does this Auburn team uh, kind of lay an egg on the road after getting a win, a much needed win versus Mississippi State? If this if this locker room has lacking any any motivation, turn on the game film from Cal. Turn on the game film from AM and turn on the game film from Baton Rouge. And that right there should be all the motivation you need. You should be embarrassed by the way you played on the road this year. And if this Auburn football team, like you said, 
wants to kind of build that foundation and be the team that you get you can look back on and say those guys turned it around. You can't lose to Vanderbilt. That 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 ain't the way that ain't the way to be looked at memorably, Blake. You won't be remembered too fondly. You lose a game. You lose a game up in Nashville. I agree one hundred percent. And I gave you before we started recording. I gave you my thoughts on how I, how I would feel if we did lose uh, to the Vanderbilt Commodores. I wouldn't be happy. Um, I, it, it really wouldn't sit well with me, brother. And I told you, I, I don't know if I could be able to get back on here and bug or anything like that if we lost. Uh, even if we went on the road and beat Arkansas, man, it would be a letdown. It would be a letdown, Dustin. Yeah, 100%. Before we get in here and really break down this game, Blake, uh, today we were recording this Thursday. We know it debuts Friday morning. We're recording this Thursday night. Uh, Fat Burnett decommitted today. If you've been following and recruiting this last I say 48 to 72 hours, this really wouldn't surprise you. Um, and, Blake, what I just wanted to say on this was there was a weird reaction when it first came out. Uh, well, because he had tweeted out the day before, I believe it was uh, Wednesday, he had tweeted out that he's still committed to Auburn, but he was 100. Uh, he was recruitment was 100 open. And then I got on here and did the recruiting pod for our varsity members, and I kind of said, "Hey, look, guys, this is let, let's be let's be nice to the kid here. This is the wording of this kind of to me was pretty clear what it was. He's saying I I want to be at Auburn, but you know I I don't know. So and these the schools, man, when this happens to a kid, uh, when the, when the school kind of notifies a kid like, hey, we're moving on, they try to be nice about it. They're not going to publicly just come out and be like, we moved on from the kid. We don't like his film, whatever the case may be. I don't know the exact reason why, but uh, I think part of it, Blake, is that we have a stacked running back room. We're not sh- at this point. I mean, it, uh, Jarquez is a poss- big possibility that he comes back. And you just have a bunch of guys that are coming back. You still got a young guy like Jeremiah Cobb, a young guy in Demario Austin. And if you're just not in love with that, then and he's had some injury concerns. He missed five or six games this year after missing some games at the end of last year. So um, if you're just not really in love with him, then you say, okay, uh, you know, we're not gonna, we don't have to push at this position right here. And also, this is Cadillac Williams running this room. Do you not have faith in Caddy? Look, he's got he's got Alvin Henderson circled down there in the twenty five class, and maybe he's got his eye on a twenty four guy. Maybe there's some guys that they're after that um are committed to Clemson and just keeping things quiet. Maybe there's some other guys that they're after, and uh, so just I would say just trust the staff, trust if anything, man, trust the DB coaches and trust the running back coaches, and when especially when it comes to recruiting. So I wish Fat nothing but the best, and I would just encourage people. Um, that when a kid decommits, don't automatically assume that he's decommitting from Auburn. Man, Fat Burnett has been at every home game this year. He's been recruiting for Auburn. I think the kid wants to play at Auburn, and I think this has been a tough 48 to 72 hours for him. So there's really no reason to go at him. And I don't want to be mean, but uh, just just Google it and do five minutes worth of research, and you wouldn't. And a lot of those tweets could have been negated. So, uh, but I wish Fat nothing but the best. Blake, your overall thoughts on this move. Uh, pretty much same thing you said, Dustin. Is um, I, I made a tweet yesterday saying, "Look, running the running back room is the last room that I'm worried about at Auburn University." I, I just, you know, I hate it for the kid. It happened, uh, but I think Auburn's going in a different direction, and I think that could be Jarquez Hunter coming back uh, for another year. And then, you know, like you said, the Alvin Henderson kid in the class of 25. Obviously, Cadillac's going to push hard for that, and I think. Let's just say it was Fat Burnett who who decided to decommit and take his talents elsewhere. Guys, he, he's looking at touches, man. 
he's looking at touches going, hey, where am I going to get my touches? You know, Jeremiah Cobb, I mean, he's in front of me. You got Batie returning. You got Austin returning. And then if you have Jarquez coming back, you still – even if Jarquez leaves, you still got three workhorses that are coming back, and you're going to have to red shirt. And then when you're red shirt the following year, all right, when it comes off, uh, you're still going to have Cobb in front of you. And, I mean, it's just – then you're going to have that 25 guy, which which could possibly be uh, Alvin Henderson there. He's and he's just – yeah, and it, he's just looking at, okay, well – you know, things might get rough if if I do go to Auburn. Like, I might end up in the transfer portal. And so, you know, if it was the other way, Auburn just went to him and was like, hey, man, we're going in a different direction. Uh, just don't be don't be so tough on a guy. I saw a tweet today saying, oh, screw high school kids. This is why I don't pay attention to recruiting. It's a joke. Um, these kids, they want to put on 50 different hats and commit to 50 different schools and take 50 different visits. Man, who cares at the end of the day, right? Like, who cares, all right? It's all going to get worked out, all right? Auburn will be just fine. Like I said, the running back room at Auburn University will be A-OK with Cadillac Williams in charge. We are fine, man. Don't panic. And and good luck to Fat Burnett. All right. He's right, he's from right up the road from me in Andalusia, Alabama. I wish him well, man. I, I hope he has a great career wherever he goes. Yeah, for sure. So, Blake, let's get over here, man, and uh, let's look at some of the keys to this game, bro. We're going to start on the offensive side. And you made mention of Vanderbilt starting – Two quarterbacks, like I said, neither one of them started the season as their starter. And uh, it looks to me like they're just kind of trying to find some things. Like we're going to use – what's the kid's name? Uh, Ken Seals through the air. And then uh, the other kid, his name slips my mind. Uh, they're going to try to use him through the ground. I think he was he was like, what, four for 12 passing last week? Not very yeah. effective. Um, maybe he's four for 12 on the year. But either way, he hasn't been really effective as a passer. Uh, but Ken Seals has eight touchdowns with two interceptions. Not bad there. Obviously, the thing to watch is Will Shepard with 40 receptions for 591 yards. Pretty impressive. Eight TDs. That's pretty impressive. Impressive on a offense that is using three different quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So for me, Blake, I think that it's just about. Uh, I still start on offense, but I'm, I'm talking defense here. So defensively, I think that we uh, just limit the big plays. I'll, I've said this every week, but so I'll keep saying it. Do what you've been doing with the turnovers. Create a turnover or two here on the road, and I feel pretty good about the offense protecting the ball as well. Um, so just win the turnover battle, limit the big plays, and don't do nothing stupid. That's really going to be my theme on both sides of the ball here. Just don't do nothing dumb, man. Don't don't line up with 12 guys in the huddle, you know. Don't jump off sides on the when you got them in this in the third and four and give them anything free. If you uh just just don't be dumb, man. Don't hit them 5 10 yards out of bounds going back to the old miss game. Just don't hurt yourself. Don't shoot yourself in the foot on defense here. Um if you if you stay if you stay in your assignment, if you do what you're supposed to do, you show up and play the way that they played 7 out of the 8 games this year on defense then you have no issues here at all if you're this Auburn defense. I agree 100%, Dustin. And, and like I was telling you the other night on our live show is I feel like this is a bad matchup for Vanderbilt mm. uh, just because you can't run the ball and you're you're playing a, an Auburn defense that is successful against the pass, right? Uh, yeah. So it, it's just – 
in my opinion, this is a bad recipe for Vanderbilt. Uh, now, I know they struck early against Georgia. All right? They had the big play, uh, and, they, and they took it to the crib, and they put up 20 points on Georgia. Um, but I, I feel like that, that was just one of them days, man, where like Georgia, uh, they were still trying to find their stride. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago, you know, and, and they were lackadaisical. Uh, Georgia, Georgia is – they're that team, man, where they, they're going to play down to their competition. But when it's time, uh, they're going to hit stride and they're going to beat the hell out of somebody, you know. Um, and I, I look at this Auburn game, and, and I was I was treating the other night, all right? I was full of candy on the live show. I said, we're, we're creating two turnovers. I, I, I feel like we are going to put pressure on the quarterback and we're going to create Vanderbilt into bad situations. We're going to turn them into bad situations, and we will force a couple turnovers – uh, we will get a couple short fields, uh, and and I like this Auburn offense to be able to go up tempo like they did against Mississippi State, uh, be successful on first down, win first down, uh, and I think Jarquez Hunter absolutely eats. All right, if there's a prop bet in college football that you can take of Jarquez Hunter going over 150 yards, you hammer it, okay? Because they can't stop the run, they can't stop the pass. I think VAR. I think VAR has another great day, all right? I think VAR catches one over the top, just like he did last Saturday. Uh, I I just – man, I, like I said the other night, I, I go back and I watch them play Hawaii again on YouTube the other night. Their secondary is bad. It's bad, Dustin. The, them stopping the run, non-existent. They can't do it. They're a bad football team. And as long as, like you said, we don't turn the ball over, we don't di- we don't get too cute down in the red zone. All right, we got to score touchdowns. If we come out and we score two touchdowns early, man, uh, put your stamp on it. I think it gets I think it gets ugly, Dustin. I just don't see a way Vanderbilt can move the ball consistently against Auburn's defense. There's too many playmakers over there, man. Keontae, DK. Jay Simp, all those guys over there. Keldrick's gonna. I think Keldrick Falk has a game. All right. Yeah. I, I think he eats Saturday. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Never gonna argue with you on that one. I think that. I think that. Uh, one thing I like. You mentioned. You mentioned uh, getting up early. That to me is important because of the road 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 woes that you've had. Right. <laughs> um. Because if it starts to seep in, if you're in the second quarter, maybe you've turned it over or you've stalled out in the red zone and, and you've had some penalties on third and one that backed you up. And if those kind of mistakes that have shown up on the road start to show up again, I think then they can kind of seep in and it's like that, oh, here we go thing. And you don't need that. Just That's a big thing I want to see this week, Blake, is it's not – again, it's not about winning or losing. In this game it is because it's a must-win type. You can't lose to Vandy. But I want to see us take that next step. Like, all right, now you went on the road. It's about the mental to me. It's about the program, the building blocks, like I keep mentioning all year. And it's like, yes, this is a game that you're supposed to win. But you were supposed to look a lot better than you looked on the road at Cal. And over the past couple of years, I can point out a lot of games where Auburn went on the road and was supposed to win and didn't. So it's more about that to me. This is about Auburn playing Auburn. This is about Auburn playing 
against the mistakes we made as a program the last couple of years about some of the mistakes we've made as a team this year and getting past that as a program and as a, as a current team. And something that I think was very, I want to get your thoughts on. I heard Hugh mention today, um, I believe it was on the SEC network. I only saw it on like a Twitter clip on my lunch break, but he has said that he had around the facility and he had tried to stop using uh, some of the slogans he had started the year with. And around the facility, he had kind of taken down a lot of the themes that they had had at the beginning of the season and kind of bringing home this new message of, hey, this is a new year. Let's finish this thing strong. And the point I wanted to make on that before I got your thoughts on it was that impressed me because if we go back to last week, Hugh clearly looked at it. He We, we played the clip on the live show, right, where Hugh said, I came into the office of meetings and I said, this is what we're doing. Um. I also think that he that that right there, him going in and kind of changing the slogans around, taking some signage down around the facility, um, that he that was maybe some themes to start the year. I think what he's saying there is, I think he's listening. I think he's listening to the feedback he got from the parents and the players when they said, "Hey, we understand your overall focus on recruiting, but you do have a team here this year, and we need and these guys kind of need to be loved on." And I think that that's why you saw Cadillac give that speech. I think that was calculated by Hugh. I think he knew the team needed that. And then I think that him doing that around the facility with the signage and all that as well is a sign that Hugh understands, hey, man, maybe my messaging hasn't been perfect here, and I kind of need to hop in here and turn this thing around because these next these next four games are super important, and he knows that they're winnable. And I hope that the team look at that. I hope that the team looks at him and says, "Hey, these games are winnable," but also knows that they got to show up. So I, think, I hope that they're excited for the opportunities that are ahead of them, but also focus and not like you can't overlook Vanderbilt, right? You can't overlook Arkansas. They're wins until they're not. They're wins if you don't show up. And so. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Blake? Hugh just kind of getting in and saying, hey, man, this is this is a new season here. Let's let's start this thing over and let's finish strong. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, Dustin. And uh, I'm sorry about that. Little Levi, he wanted to get his he wanted to get his two cents in real quick. Uh, but uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said, man. And, and I think that's a big thing that Hugh has preached all year. Right. Is a new opportunity. And this Auburn team has a new opportunity. I keep driving that home, and I keep trying to tell each of you that watch this show, there is a new opportunity every single week, and a big one now that you handled business at home against Mississippi State. So, yeah, I think Hugh sees a vision, and he's sitting here going, hey, there's actually a chance where we do get to seven wins, maybe eight. So let me start driving this thing home. All right, and 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 pounding this opportunity in to my guys, and so that we have a vision going into next year that if it's seven to eight wins this year, boy, it better it better be nine to ten wins next year, you know. And and uh, I, I think Hugh sees that vision, man. I think Hugh, I really do believe that. I think Hugh looks at this program and he says, "Hey, we can win ten games in year two. Tennessee did it." Right. Tennessee did it, and you're telling me that Auburn can't? Come on, man. Hugh sees that. Hugh sees that. And 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 I, I love your I love your point of of the way Hugh can make a change in the middle of the year, and Hugh can sense, man. He he can read the room, and I don't feel like our past coaches could do that, or maybe they just didn't give a damn. You know, uh, the, the you know. was stubborn. I mean, Harson was stubborn in a way 
uh, that I've never seen before. More of like an arrogant stubborn. But Gus was just stubborn and thinking like my way is going to work. And Gus would pound his head against the wall for four quarters thinking that that's going to get the job done. I think that's what that was with him. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Uh, but, man, yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. And, and I love what Hugh Freeze is doing. Uh, that, that speech from Cadillac, the pregame speech, I love every bit of that, man. We, everybody that watches this show knows how much we care about Cadillac. And I, I want to say this, man. I want to say this. For all the people, when a coach does something throughout college football, can we just stop one thing? We should have gave the keys to that guy. <laughs> All right. I heard it with Dion. I've heard it with a couple other people. Matt Rule. I had a, I had a guy DM me and say, hey, man, uh, that Matt Rule, he would have been a guy at Auburn. And I just like, hey, I, I don't, you know, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think he was the fit. All right. I don't think he was. I think he landed where he, I think he's in the right, right. spot. At Nebraska. I think he's in the right spot. Um, Hugh Freeze is our head coach. Cadillac will eventually be our head coach. I think Hugh Freeze is grooming Cadillac to be a head football coach for Auburn University. But right now, he's still a mentor. He's still a leader. All right. He's going to love on those kids. He's also going to coach his ass off to be the best running backs coach that he can possibly be for head coach Hugh Freeze. It will happen one day, people. It will. I promise. It's going to eventually happen. But right now, Hugh Freeze is our head coach. Let's get behind him. He's changing the culture. He's doing He's doing everything he can to bring the winning mentality back to the Plains, man. And, and that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about – the, this this opportunity Saturday. I'm excited about next Saturday. I'm excited about the next. And I'm telling you right now, Dustin, if you win, you've already won one. If you win the next three, that Saturday in Jordan Hare, right after you get all filled up on your Thanksgiving <laughs> turkey and ham and dressing and beans, greens, tomatoes, whatever you whatever you like to eat. It's going to be absolutely electric if Auburn rolls into that some gun seven and four. You hear me? Yeah. It sure. is going to be electric. So uh, love what you had to say right there. Love what Hugh Freeze is doing. Love where this program's headed, man. Yeah, real quick on the Cadillac thing, man. And like, <laughs> there's our generation, like that Cadillac's our bow. So, like Blake said, you're not going to find people that love Cadillac. Right off to the side, I got a signed Cadillac picture. Look, do I freaking. Love Cadillac. Uh, with the state that Auburn was in, back-to-back losing seasons, um, not recruiting well, just everything that was going on, um, I don't think that hiring a coach that had never even been a coordinator, much less had zero years of head coaching experience, would have been the move. Because now I'm not saying Cadillac wouldn't have been successful, uh, but it's not the it's not the move. It's not the gamble. Because if that doesn't if that doesn't work, people are gonna be looking at you like you did what. Like you had to hire a guy that you had seen pull an SEC program out of the depths of hell before. Hugh Freeze is not a gamble. You've seen him do it. So it's just if Auburn was if Auburn was in a, in a, in a much better position and maybe Cadillac had been a coordinator, 
look, I want him to go to a place like Troy or maybe South Alabama or somewhere like that and get some experience as a head coach. You know, it's just we're not in a Ohio State situation where Urban Meyer was running the program for 10 years and then he can just hand off a well-oiled machine to Orion Day. Auburn was not in that position. So I love Cadillac as much as anybody else, but that just that wasn't the gamble. That wasn't the move. And like you said, he can get under a guy like Hugh Freeze that can show him this is how you do it, man. This is the way to do it here. And if you look back at Cadillac's head coaching or, or, or coaching career in general, he hasn't been a running back coach that long. He's, he's got to put some time in, man. He's got to put some time in this game. Um, maybe go see some things outside of Auburn, you know, and then come back. I think that would be the right move. Like like you, man, I, I think Cadillac will be the guy one day. Um, but that wasn't the right time. It wouldn't have been the right move. And then if it didn't work out, what does that do to Cadillac's legacy at Auburn? Like it just, just the whole thing. Not with it, bro. I think that everything worked out the way that it was supposed to work out. So, yeah. And then a guy like Zach Etheridge is down. Look, <laughs> that's a guy right there that might be a future head coach one day. Georgia came knocking last year for Zach Etheridge, and people are going to come knocking again this year for Zach Etheridge. I think that maybe Crime Dog will move on at the end of the year. And like I kind of said a couple weeks ago, it may be a blessing in disguise and kind of helping us keep Zach. We'll um, we'll see how all that goes, though. And Crime Dog's a hell of a coach. I just – I want to keep our guy, and Zach's been doing a great job. Oh, Blake, up. Uh, Auburn wins if, Auburn loses this. I'll just keep this really, really simple. Auburn wins if they show up, don't shoot themselves in the foot, win the turnover battle, don't commit the stupid penalties, hit the plays when they're there. It's really that simple to me. Just this this one isn't complicated. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Auburn wins if they step off the bus, they play clean football, don't turn the ball over, create a turnover or two, Levi's over here fist pumping. Uh, Peyton Thorne, have a day, kid. Back to back. Let, let's let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. Um, Jarquez Hunter, run the football. Uh, running backs, hold on to that tater. Hold on to that tater. Um, I want to see. I want to see the defense. I want to see the defense. The run D. I want you to show up. I want you to have a day. I want Keldrick Falk to eat. I think Auburn wins. Uh, if if they just play clean football, Dustin, clean football, avoid the big plays. Don't let Vandy beat you over the top, uh, and and Auburn should win handily. Yeah, yeah. Like Blake said, hold on to the football. I just this game just it looks so much like the Cal game to me. I know it's not a West Coast trip in the time and all that, but just matchup wise, it's like just if you. I feel like you could have you should have beat Cal 24, 27 to 10. And I feel like this game's gonna play out the same way. Just just don't make those mistakes. Like you said, play clean football. And um, and then so obviously Auburn loses if you don't. If you shoot yourself in the foot, that's kind of how you you lose a game like this. Yep. Uh and, and look, when I say hold on to the football, go back and watch the Cal game. That Damari fumble, I know he got popped. I know he got popped, and it's tough. Man, when you take a blow to the head, it's tough to hold keep keep uh holding on to the football. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, uh, you, it's tough to hold on to the football in that situation, man. He had already he had already absorbed contact, and then he got spun around, and he took a shot to the head. He fumbled the football. If we score there, I think that game is completely different. I think we blow Cal out. I think we blow them out if the, if that doesn't happen. So that's why I'm saying, uh, hold on to the football, score points. Uh, 
in the red zone. Don't settle for three. Score six, man. Don't settle for field goals on the road in Nashville. Yeah, and to your point um, about that Cal game could have been a blowout, that's why I said quick start because it lingers. You know, you had that fumble, and then it just kind of – then you make another mistake, and it just kind of just kind of snowballs and goes downhill. Uh, before we get in here and make our picks for the SEC this week, man, uh, if you are interested in joining those memberships, we have the JV level for $3.99. We have the varsity level for $5.99. Uh, the JV level, man, you get the All Around the Plains podcast where we go in and we talk about the baseball, the football, the basketball, everything, a little bit behind-the-scenes info that me and Blake get. I know Blake is going to Biloxi this weekend to watch the baseball team. He will be covering the game there. We're really excited about that. So he will have tons of content coming out for you guys uh, there. Also, uh, the JV level gives you access to our game day chats. Blake, basketball starts next Tuesday. Me and Blake will be live streaming uh, a lot of the basketball games, uh, and uh, so we're going to keep those to our member only for the chats because we don't want any trolls getting in there. When we're, yep. you know, when we're trying to have a good time and just watch our boys, so uh, that will be there for the JV level as well. Obviously, varsity gets access to that. The varsity level, you get access to the recruiting pod and the all around the playing podcast uh, updates on recruiting information, uh, a little, little bit more stuff in there. I'm actually working on a graphic to get ready for this. So, uh, but so if you're interested in doing that, man, hit that join button. I believe you got to do it on desktop. And uh, we really, really appreciate it, man. It helps us out a ton. All the money gets pumped back into the podcast because me and Blake got big goals, man. We got big things we want to do here. And uh, Blake, these things cost money. Also, another way you can help us out is go to the warportshop.com. Go over there and grab the Level Up Up Tempo t-shirt. I have it right here for you. So go over there, man. We got a bunch of new subs, bunch of new members. Go over there, man. Grab that T-shirt. We know our guy Chris calls you rocking it often. We love you, Chris. We appreciate you, brother. And now we're going to get over here. It is pick time. So, Blake, last week, Blake went undefeated. Yes, he did. He went 5-0. and I went 3-2. and Obviously, Auburn made me look stupid. Happy to get that one wrong. And then I also picked Kentucky over Tennessee. And I just kind of feel like Kentucky blew that one, if I'm being honest with you. But Blake is 61-15. and I'm at 57 and 19 and rolling in here to the cult of the Texas A&M Aggies visiting the hottie toddy old piss rebel lamb shark black bears or whatever they are over there. I'm yeah. going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Ole Miss here because I think A&M sucks. Yeah, I'm with Ole Miss. They're at home. Uh, kind of feels like they're rolling. They're hot, man. Um, and, and I'm big on Jackson Dart this year. And I think that uh, I think that team is motivated being in the same position that they were in last year. I think they're motivated to finish strong this year. And I don't think Lane Kiffin is at least going to publicly flirt with any jobs. I'm telling you now, and you know, I've been saying this since last year, that A&M job comes open. Watch your boy. Watch your boy. Might dip from the sip. But I think that uh, I think that he's going to handle it a little bit differently this year if something like that does pop up. And I think this team will be I think this Ole Miss team is going to finish strong this year. Or at least they're going to be focused on it. Uh, Dude. What a game. What a game going down in Gainesville. You know, I just want to – I almost want to pick Arkansas because I'm getting so frustrated with with Florida winning games because Florida is such a bad football team. They're trash. They're garbage. But they somehow are playing other trash, garbage teams all the time, and they're getting out of here with dubs. But I'm going to pick Florida just because Arkansas doesn't have an OC at this point. That whole season is falling apart. Uh, this game, I've got Florida Blake 2-0. to zero. <laughs> two to zero yeah look I, I don't think it I don't think it's going to be high scoring at all um, I don't know how Arkansas musters up any offense uh, that place is a disaster right now I think Sam Pittman is fired Monday morning as soon Ooh. as he loses this game um, 
I, I would I would say Florida twenty, Arkansas ten, twenty yeah. to thirteen or something like that. Like I don't see a lot of offense. Yeah, I'm thinking like 21-7, 21-10 range, somewhere around there. Mizzou at Georgia Blake. Um, I want to pick Mizzou here. My heart wants to pick Mizzou, but this is just, you know, I don't, I haven't seen Mizzou win this game yet, so I, I got to see it to believe it. And it being at Georgia, I don't see it. I think that they hang in there, man. I think they can cause some problems. I think obviously Luther Burden's that dude. Um, they're not going to get blown out. They'll look competent. I think this is Mizzou team is a good football team, but ultimately in Athens, dude, I think that Georgia kind of pulls away late. I think it's a classic Georgia under Kirby Smart game where it's close, it's close, and it's slowly they slowly just kind of suffocate you, Blake. As as the game goes on, you're down by seven, down by ten, down by fourteen. You look up and you kind of lose by fourteen to seventeen, and you were like, I felt like I was in it, but I was never really in it. I think that's kind of the way it goes here. I'm going like 31-17 ish. 31 14 is maybe 34 20 is kind of somewhere in there georgia yeah i i I think uh i think mizzou covers the 15 and a half uh but i like georgia at home look they're they're gonna be there in the end man and like it like you said if this game was at mizzou Mm -hmm. i think missouri's shot is 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 extra nice uh but it being at uh, at georgia man i mean it's just hard to beat the champs there yeah, for sure. Uh, Kentucky is traveling to Mississippi State. I just say Mississippi State's a really bad football team, and I, I don't think Kentucky's great, but I think they have an identity. I think they're showing in there and knowing what they want to do, and I think that uh, Kentucky has a, a game plan and a clear path to win this game. They just have to stick to it not make mistakes. I'm going with the Wildcats. Levi is sitting here, and he is saying, hey, Mississippi State fans, you're not relevant, all right? Mm-mm-mm. And and you're about to lose to a basketball school in Kentucky. So, you know. <laughs> Blake, this is the only one we're going different on this week. The big time matchup. This is, I guess, what CBS game. Yeah, they're doing a CBS doubleheader. Bama gets the nightcap at six forty-five. Yeah, that must be nice, man. I know uh, they do that a lot with this game right here, and uh, we just keep playing Georgia at two thirty, and we keep playing Alabama at two thirty every year, and it is what it is, I guess. But LSU at Bama, man, I'm picking LSU, and like I told you before we started recording, I'm picking LSU because I think this game was a race to thirty-five, and I think that uh, think that LSU gets there. I said Wednesday night on the midweek report. I'm going to blame B-Will because when B-Will gets to talking that trash, he gets you fired up. I said LSU was going to blow the doors off of Bama. I've since got some sense. I've since thought about that at work today. And I'm going to revise that a little bit. I'm going to go LSU 33, Alabama 27. I just think that the – I don't think LSU's found anything on defense like they, like they think they have. Maybe they've made some small adjustments and improvements. But uh, ultimately, ma'am, and if this was in Baton Rouge, then I would go LSU by two scores because I just – and it's not even that I think Bama's a bad football team. I think they're a good, really good football team. But this LSU offense is really potent, man, and I just see them being in a bunch of shootout-type games, and I don't I don't think that Jaden Milrow in a shootout with Jaden Daniels. I'm going LSU. I am going Alabama due to um, – LSU's defense, not trusting them. Um, I think Alabama's defense can stop LSU's offense. Uh, not not stop. I don't want to say stop them, but I think they can get a stop or two uh, before I ever trust LSU's to get a stop. And um, if this was in Baton Rouge, I, I would agree with you. I would take LSU. 
with it being in T-Town, um, my only concern is, my only concern is, Jalen Moreau cannot come out Saturday night and play one or the other, all right? He can't play, he can't play, not play the first half and come out and light it on fire the second half. He's got to play both halves. He's got to play good football both halves, all right? I think Alabama's offense uh, will win the race to 35. I like Alabama 38 to 27. Okay. Mm. Double digits. Yeah. All right, well, I'm fired up for that one. Uh, come on, LSU. Give me something, baby. Let's let let's let let's get us a little dub and then let's go right into that one. And and uh yeah, I don't think anybody would be mad here if my pick worked out. Going over to our game, Blake. You got 31-13. Tell us why. I have 31-13 because I thought I think you see uh, something very similar to last Saturday uh, with this Auburn offense in the first half. Uh, I think they're going to be successful on first down. I think Jarquez Hunter is going to run the ball uh, all over this Vanderbilt defense. I think Peyton Thorne will have success on the road. Uh, this will spark this fan base. I think uh, VAR has a big day with taking the top off like he did last Saturday. Um, Vanderbilt's just a bad football team, Dustin. They're bad, man. And and um, I, I think their offense right now, the way it currently sits, uh, is in a bad spot to be playing Auburn. Uh, you, you can't run the ball. You're not going to throw it against Auburn. I just can't see them making methodical drives down the field against this Auburn defense and scoring enough points for this game to be close. I just don't. Um, I like Auburn big, man, and I like Auburn to touch them 30s one time. Okay, that would be nice. Um, I got Ike's been talking all week about how everybody scored 30 on Vanderbilt, and, I mean, um, if you remember back early in the year whenever they played UNLV, and I was, like, teetering. I was like, I really want to pick UNLV here, but I'm going to trust the SEC team. And ever since then, dude, I'm just like, nah, dog. Like, I watched y'all lose and give up 41 to freaking UNLV. So I want to pick Auburn to, you know, 31 to 13 like you have or um, 35 to 10 type range. I've seen some people, but I'm just going to be reserved here and say we've looked really, really bad on the road. And I think that it's a similar situation to the Georgia-Missouri game where I think that Auburn's kind of always ahead. I would love a quick start, 14 to zero, right out the gate, bang, bang, bang. But um, I think with that, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if it necessarily go that way. It might be seven to zero after the first, and then maybe seventeen to seven or something at halftime. I, just, I think it's it just kind of slowly goes that way, and uh, we just kind of out talent them. And then maybe in the fourth, it's you know, it's 24, 23, somewhere in there, and they kind of come in and score late. I'm gonna pick us to cover. I'm going twenty six. It's still at eleven and a half, right? Uh, I believe so. Okay, well, yeah, that's why I went with this one. I'm going to give us 12. I'm going to go 26 to 14, man. We cover on the road. I hope I'm wrong about this one, Blake. I hope we touch the 30 piece. And, uh, but I just, I got to see it. And I, but I think, I think it's, I don't know. I think we're in control the whole time. And it's just that that score may be late as we got the backups in there and the game's kind of winding down. But I'm going to go Auburn 26, Vandy 14, man. You got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Final thoughts. Um, Whoever's showing up to Nashville, be loud, be proud, take over the end zone, buy all the alcoholic beverages you can so Vandy fans can't, uh, can't you know, enjoy them. Uh, and then if you're coming to Bluxy, Mississippi, Saturday, I will be there. Uh, I'll be there with my dad, man, and, and we're going to watch some Auburn baseball, and uh, we're going to have a good time. And if you were there, come holler at me. 
we will sit down and we will talk Auburn sports and and we'll have a day. So, uh, Dustin, I'm ready. I'm 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 excited, man. Uh, I think if you win this one, <laughs> if you win this one, uh, there's an opportunity to have a hell of a rest of the year and uh, and get to a, a a pretty dang good bowl game, brother. So I'm excited. Yes, sir. And like Blake's talked about all week, man, if Auburn beats Vanderbilt, this is not the podcast where you're going to hear us come on, uh, come on and say, Vanderbilt, what do you expect? You're supposed to beat Vanderbilt. Don't expect that. Uh, we will be back Sunday at 3 p.m. Central Time, man. We're dropping our review, hopefully, of a big-time win. If you have not liked the video yet, please do that. Share it out on social media. If you're one of these people that we, we can look at and we see y'all in the analytics, bro, you're watching the videos but you're not subscribed to the channel, Make it easier on yourself. It's free. Hit that sub button. Like we said earlier, man, if you do want to help out, you can uh, you can join all those memberships, man. Uh, I, I failed to mention. Got some watch the film coming out on some basketball here pretty soon. I'm really fired up to get in there and do that. But like, you know, Blake's got uh, going to have some watch the film coming out on baseball as well. So if you're interested in, in, in stuff outside of football, man, that's definitely the thing to do. And we're, we're going to stay on this football. We're going to stay on this recruiting and all that stuff as well. So tons and tons of content coming out from the uptempo podcast man we appreciate all you guys we'll be back on a victory sunday war damn eagle we'll see y'all then man we're out of here war damn baby